KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. In one literally hypnotic passage of The Master, Philip Seymour Hoffman's crackpot messiah, Lancaster Dodd, does a harrowing session of bogus therapy with Freddie Quell, a lost soul who has lurched into his clutches. He's played by Joaquin Phoenix. During the session, Dodd forbids Freddie from blinking his eyes. That's a classic technique of Scientology. So is the story about Scientology? Well, sure it is. There's no blinking away all the references to grandiosities long attributed to L. Ron Hubbard and to the grab bag of therapeutic techniques that he started to grow into a religion around 1950 when the action takes place. Still, that's a limiting way of looking at this film. By extension, Paul Thomas Anderson's astonishing sixth feature addresses the all-too-human process of eager seekers falling under the spell of charismatic authority figures, whether they be gurus, dictators, or cult leaders, or in the case of this masterly production, a couple of spellbinding actors. From the opening shot of turbulent water, turbulence being the default state of Freddy's soul, the master establishes its distinctively expansive look. This is partly the result of Anderson's decision to shoot on 65-millimeter stock, the same crystal-clear format that was used for Lawrence of Arabia. That's an expression of his faith in the film medium. No one who cares about cinematography will mistake this look for digital, and I urge you to seek out theaters playing the widescreen version. Within the expansiveness, though, is the intimacy of a two-character drama. The seeker, Freddy, is a sailor mustered out of the Navy after World War II. He doesn't have a clue to what he's seeking. The war has left him racked with fear and seething with violence. Denying his wretchedness, he drinks anything alcoholic that he can get his lips on, including paint thinner and hydraulic fluid dripping from a warship's innards. And Joaquin Phoenix, playing a man in pain is painful to watch. Scowling darkly, he speaks with one corner of his mouth twisted in an incipient snarl, like a malign version of Montgomery Clift. Standing askew, he strikes sclerotic, almost simian postures, arms swinging with a discombobulation not seen since Vincent D'Onofrio's Alien and Men in Black. It's a remarkable performance, fearlessly harsh and yet eventually affecting for the depth of Freddy's alienation. The master, Dodd, is a perfect narcissist who stands at the epicenter of his own cosmos, dispensing opaque epigrams, self-deflating jokes, and inscrutable declarations with mysteriously irresistible charm. Dodd's son may be right that his father is making it all up as he goes along. The multiple lifetimes, the time travel across trillions of years, the seductive stew of hypnosis, suggestion, regression, and a sometimes naked aggression that breeds obedience and dependence. But Lancaster Dodd, canny virtuoso that he is, knows how to go for the spiritual jugular, and Hoffman plays him with an authority that is mysterious in its own right. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. 
KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.